0: hello hi
1: hi how you doing
0: how y'all doing today you know mm, i'm doing
1: good i am had better I'm days oh
2: i'm just glad it wasn't hot today yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, it, was nice. it was humid though yeah did but... you not feel that humidity from the damn it rained y'all well, i know it rained that's
2: why i have on boots
0: but, you do have on your boots today
1: <laughs> i know we were like sneaker, oh sneaker nope not sneaker night
0: no. boot night for you it's yes, okay. these Vanessa, boots are made for walking.
1: Vanessa still has her creds, okay? Whether it's a sneaker, whether it's a boot, it's a shoe, mm-hmm. overall. <laughs> now, yeah, I feel like I'm, I've had better days. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I
1: just feel like I was doing so much today, and nothing's really slowed down. But I'm just happy to be here. and like, need to listen to some SZA. Clearly. Mm. Clearly. you mm. <laughs> not I
2: always say, oh yeah. Excuse me?
1: That's how she be sounding. <laughs> <laughs> don't y'all think that's how it sounds? Maybe not like that, huh?
2: Maybe not. Little Maybe italics.
1: Not. <laughs> they said she sings in italics. I was What's like,
2: "That one, the, the you know, the font on Windows, the last one, Wingdings, Wingdings, yeah,
1: Wing what,
2: Wingdings? Wingdings.
1: I don't even know what that is. Windows, who has that?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is no shade.
2: <laughs> Didn't I say Microsoft?
1: I think you said Windows or Microsoft, one of the two. No. I don't know what it is.
2: Either way. Apple? It's in Microsoft. Word. Well, you know, it's a font.
1: Okay. Wingdings. Well, she sings in Wingdings. No, I need to really relax. Then I was to some. In, I don't even want to say it. What? So some what? Jazz. Um, jazz? Jazz. Mm-hmm. I was. And it was actually Skinny helping dee me dee be pop, able to, pop. uh-huh. Less mm. scatting, couldn't do that, but I could do a little piano. Very, mm. like, it was like, like lo-fi vibes. You feel me?
2: lo-fi jazz vibes mm-hmm. okay
1: it got it helped me get through the day okay and i'm here now
2: i love that for you
1: how are you Frenchie? Mm-hmm.
2: um i'm good i had you know an outing with the family this weekend out in vegas so i'm just a little nah, from that because you know it was a quick little turnaround trip but i'm here i'm happy yeah mm-hmm. i'm ready
1: i'm ready too i'm excited nika how you doing
2: I'm so tired.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was like, it's been a long day. Mm. We're running. We're tired. We got so much shit going on.
0: Two days is not enough. No.
1: And this weekend,
0: ran me. Ran me down. Ran
1: me down. Mm. Nika and I went out. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm. We were out till
2: three in the morning. Mm.
0: That's ridiculous. We
1: have like, no business,
2: like some hoodlums.
1: We have no business, yes, like some hoodlums. We have no business doing that. What was wrong with us? We had. I mean, I had fun though. I'm like, yeah. I we really had a good time. You know, yeah. we Hell gives you cheap drinks and a good time.
2: Mm-mm, that it does.
1: We were at Trunks, and Trunks was actually hitting. What? No, it was.
2: What's going on with the the? They said, "Listen, y'all closed." Not me. So let me get my shit together, so I don't be the next bar to close. Okay, strip, street
1: hit. And we got (laughs) three drinks in a shot for twenty seven dollars. Oh, baby, we forgot the trunks had cheap drinks. Yep, everywhere in WeHo has cheap drinks though. That's one thing about WeHo that's really good. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, y'all, we've got an interview for you today.
2: Yeah, the summer (laughs) interview series continues. It
1: continues with our.
2: Third
1: guest? Yes. Yes. Wow. Guest number three, lucky number three, all of the above. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to give some background on the episode as well as our guests joining us today.
3: Yes.
1: So today's show is all about shifting the false narrative most colleges push. Which is your major is your life. Okay. You spend four years of college studying a, studying a subject of interest and walk out with a degree showing that you specialize in it. What they fail to tell you is whatever field of study is on, that degree does not define your career path. Now today we have the amazing, incomparable Brianna Cook with us. She's joining us in studio and she's going to share her experience on how she didn't let her major define her. Now you're like, Brianna, who's Brianna, who's Brianna? Let me tell you who Brianna is, okay? (laughs) Brianna is a publicist in the entertainment industry who is currently working for Warner Media. She's obtained two, two bachelor degrees from Loyola Marymount University in sociology and African American studies, and continued her journey in higher education at the University of Southern California, where she received her Master of Arts in Strategic Public Relations. Now... Don't think that while she was in school, she was just doing all this studying, all right? Because while she was studying, she was also busy interning for BCBG, the Walt Disney Company, Turner, which is now Warner Media, and Stars. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she worked for Rogers and Cowan, one of the top global marketing and public relations companies, and currently works for Warner Media for one of your favorite streaming services. I'm just going to say that. I'm just going to say that. Um, I know that was probably a mouthful, but this woman is a force in the industry. Her work ethic is unmatched, and she does it all while maintaining to stay gorgeous in the process. So please help me in giving a warm welcome to Brianna. Hi,
4: Hi Brianna. Hi, guys. Can I just say, I'm a little intimidated by that introduction. Oh, but <laughs> it's you.
1: Why? It's so funny. Why? Are you but it's you. Some, because
4: when you hear it all in one place, it's like, wow. Like, you don't
1: realize all that you do.
4: Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I looked at my LinkedIn every now and again, and I'm like, I need more. You know? oh. mm-hmm. but when you hear it it's like wow okay you know, mm-hmm. i did some things you've done plenty of things <laughs> done things. Things, things, were done. Done. Well,
1: things have been done okay right. and i feel like you haven't stopped doing things you know
4: mm-hmm. i just you just gotta keep going
1: you gotta keep the grind going well, you know, we do a little thing over here at the and Brother. where we do a shining moment and a pay a desk. Now, we're not going to give ours because, you know, we're going to keep this all on you. Mm-hmm. But just to give a, cu- a couple of background context, a pay a desk is basically what you're paying desk to the week, as in like something that you don't want to deal with. You're paying a desk, you're dusting it off your shoulders and you're moving on. And shining moment is just your favorite moment that happened this week, something that brought you joy or happiness or light or made you smile. So with that information, what is your pay a desk and shining moment this week?
4: I'm gonna start with my shining moments. Beautiful. Um, considering it's only Monday, <laughs> um, I would say the shining moment, it doesn't have to be mine, right? I mean, no. Okay. I'm just going to say Issa Rae getting married is <sighs> probably oh my, my shining one. Oh. oh Yeah. I mean, can we just talk about the privacy? The privacy.
0: <laughs>
1: beautiful. This is how the you location. do
4: it. The location. That is exactly how you do it. It was beautiful.
1: This so is beautiful, how you I do it. it. I was like, yo, whenever I and, I, and she posted it at like five this morning. Like, yes. You know. In
2: the wee hours. In the wee <laughs> she hours. Said, I'm going to mm, while y'all sleep mm, mm-hmm. right. real quick Tell y'all got married. Good night. Mm-hmm.
4: But what I loved about it was like, I was telling Wes earlier was like I was reading it and I was like, Wait, is she married? Is this mm-hmm. like an insecure scene? Is she just right us? Is right. This like a tease? And then once I saw like a bunch of other outlets, I was like Oh, this hoe is married,
1: mm. <laughs> full blown married. Because blown. you read the description, and it's like, oh, I had a photo shoot with some of my girls. Right, yes, right. and I was like, what? Mm. And a wedding dress, She's photo jokes. shoot. <laughs> what is going on here? And then I saw the nigga. I said, the bitch is married.
4: But so here's the thing: even I saw him because she said somebody's husband. So I was like, yeah. oh, it's just Yo. like a model or some shit. Uh huh. <laughs>
1: Before she had your fool. Right. Mm, no. She did the damn thing. And that's the biggest thing. Keeping that privacy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't post a nigga until you get the ring. Not until so you get mm-hmm. the ring until you get married. Uh. Period. <laughs> 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 you just pop up one day just marrying like, hey.
2: Hey guys. I'm, I'm doing? married. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm married. I'm, I'm married. married.
1: Yeah. You didn't know? Yeah. Wow, that's so wild. Mm-hmm. I'm married. Well, Who were you dating? Oh. I'm married. I have a husband.
2: I was dating him. Right.
0: (laughs) Obviously.
1: You know what's going on here. Mm -hmm. I'm doing my thing. You're doing yours, okay? Mm -hmm. Let me just say privacy is important to me. Mm -hmm. And she really proved that shit. Mm I was Mm -hmm. like, yo, this is the best thing that's happened today. Right before I got into my day. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh Uh-uh. Ooh. I had such a day. I know, but thank you so much for coming today. Episode, of course of amen, course. amen. And did you what pay you dust yet?
4: Dust? Oh, I have not paid dust. You gotta um, pay some dust. I'm just gonna go ahead and pay dust to nine to fives. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that'll do it. Yes. That'll do it. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. working mm-hmm. you know i like it i do i enjoy the hustle and the bustle At mm-hmm. the end of the day like just give me my money so i can be done mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now that's the ministry they'd
4: be like don't you want to do something extra
2: no feel, uh, you don't want to come with us to
4: the bar no <laughs> we're not
2: friends
4: See, here's my thing i people know about me now i go i come to work and i go to work mm-hmm. and i go home i don't need to socialize mm-hmm. i don't need work friends half of y'all are older than me anyway okay like, I just don't need it. I have one work friend. No, I have two.
1: Let's see. Yeah, you need a good one or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I can it. kiki
4: on the side. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: No, I agree. I don't really have many work friends. I have a couple. I think I have a couple who think that they're my friends, but they're not. So, mm. But that happens mm. with everyone. You know, Yeah. when you're a nice person, you're like, oh, we're <laughs> friends. I'm exactly. like, are we friends? I don't think so. Not to me, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Well, yes, thank you for joining us today for thank the show. Thank you for having mm-hmm. us. We're so excited to have you here.
2: We're super excited. So excited that we're ready to start this thing. Are you ready?
4: Oh, I don't know. I'm a little scared. Don't be
1: scared. <laughs> You're fine. You're don't fine, be, Don't be.
2: Okay, so, um, you know, like Wes said, we kind of started the black umbrella because after college, it was like, oh, shit, what the hell is next? But before you get to, like, the exit, you have to enter into college first. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's where you're first. Like, oh, my God, your big adult decisions come in play. And you're like, oh, shit, what am I going to major in? And so, as Wes said, you came in and um, got your sociology degree. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you switched over into PR. Mm -hmm. So... How did you come to choose what you got in your undergrad to begin with? Why, what made you choose sociology?
4: So I always like to say sociology kind of chose me. Mm-hmm. Um, Only because anybody who knows me like from high school, I was gung ho like entertainment attorney. So, mm-hmm. like you know, attorney, you go to school, you go undergrad, you get your political science degree, you go to law school for three years and mm-hmm. then you do your thing. So that was the mindset I had. So actually coming in to undergrad, I was very much political science. That was my thing. Like everything, even though people were like, are you sure political science? Like you can go to law school with anything. I was like, Nope, that's the track. I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. I literally got to my first day of American government. And I was like, Fuck this. (laughs) Like any like I do not like I'm not a history buff. I know Wes you are, but like Mm -hmm. history is not my thing, government is not my thing. Mm -hmm. Like it just it no. So but I was like, okay, like I'm gonna try and stick it out, but just didn't do it. Um so a mentor I had actually was like, you know, why don't you think about sociology? And I was like, okay. It just sounded easy. So that's kind of how I just
3: (laughs) fell into (laughs) it, you know?
4: Uh Um, Because originally I had thought about switching to journalism. um, Mm -hmm. But I was like, eh, I don't think I really want to. So I did Mm -hmm. sociology. And then... Um, African American studies came into play cause I took a class with the infamous Dr. Marnie Campbell, mm. is the best, the best. um, and that just, she solidified. I was like, you know what? I'm going to major in this too. Mm. Um, I came from like really white private schools, So I was like, okay, you know, yeah, yeah. just to learn more about like my history and my culture, I was like, I'm just going to do it. Um, so that's kind of how I really fell into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just kind of like just fell into it pretty much. That's nice. Okay. Right. 'Cause
2: people they be like, it didn't work, I'm leaving. <laughs> right. <Okay. laughs> Listen. I'm was, out.
1: That was me trying to do um I tried to do a what's it called? I wanted to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I took a I biology class.
0: Pediatrician. Baby. Mm-hmm.
1: I got into that biology class. That class whooped my ass mm-hmm. up and down. Mm-hmm. And I was like
0: <laughs>
1: Don't stick right here where we at, baby. Oh my goodness.
0: So, when it came to choosing your major and everything, did you feel, like, any pressure from anyone around you, like, family? Because, you know, family like to be involved in your life, even though they're not doing anything, you're doing the things, Mm -hmm. but they still are like, what are you doing? Are you going to do this? Are you going to do that? What are you majoring in? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Did you feel any pressure from them when you were picking something?
4: Um initially no because of course i had like my head so focused on being an attorney that everybody Mm -hmm. was like oh attorney and you know in certain certain families like certain jobs just have like money attached to it so people yeah lawyer oh she gonna make money Mm -hmm. you know um and so that wasn't necessarily my focus um but Mm -hmm. you know i still wanted to do that but when it came to switching my major um i had to do a lot of convincing especially to my Mm -hmm. parents because no one really knew what sociology was. Um, So trying to be like, oh, I'm going to switch to a social major. And they're like, psychology. And I'm like, no, no. Sociology. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, And so just kind of like convincing them one that I want to switch my major. And then Mm. when it came to wanting to switch, basically what my career was going to be, you know, that's when a lot of them were like, are you sure you want to do that? And then also the big question, like, what is pr you know a lot of people Mm -hmm. don't really understand it so a lot of people are like well do you make money in it can you do this can you do that you know so there was a lot of like back and forth and explaining and i think getting to where i am today like people understand like why i made the decisions that i did yeah um but still kind of like so what do you do (laughs) was it Mm -hmm. worth it and like was going through school worth it you know so Mm-hmm.
1: Understandable. People, are always, I think it's just <laughs> something when people actually bring up the fact that's like, people always get in your business. Like, uh, oh, so what is it? So I was like, why can't you just trust me? Right? I got this. Exactly. It's
4: my life. I, exactly. Like you're not. <laughs> Unless you're doing it with me, like don't question what I do. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I know everybody's a part of my success, but I'm the mm-hmm. one that has to actually, you know, know Ooh, how to do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. The active participant in right. my success while you're just standing there right. waiting to
1: see what I'm gonna accomplish. Mm-hmm. So. Trust me, know that I got this. That's always very hard to build, especially mm-hmm. that, that trust. Whatever it's like, mm-hmm. especially whenever you're at a young age, like parents feel like, okay, you're not grown, and so. You don't really know what you, that's the worst. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. You ever got it? You don't know what you really want. You don't know what you really want for yourself. You know, you think of it, you don't really know what you really want. But then it's like, well, then how do you know what I really want?
0: Right. If I don't know, how the fuck you know?
1: That's the switch (laughs) on it. I'm like, how do you know what I really
4: want? And then they think you go to college and then you just, you just know. And it's like, no. No. Yeah. Just because I've been here for a semester. Don't, don't anticipate me knowing everything, Mm -hmm. you know?
1: You're like, I'm seventeen years old like, applying to colleges. are like- an adult,
2: you're an adult. I am a child. I am- okay. I still have teen at the end of my age. Okay. Like, no, I am not. Let's get that together.
1: <laughs> so I just want to talk a little bit about whenever you got accepted into college and began studying in the field of sociology. Um, Because you said you went to poli You are like, oh, no, I can't do that the American government. But when you actually started doing the field of sociology and research in it and um, actively being involved in it, did you feel like you made the right decision? Were there times where you questioned your decision? Like, mm I know I switched to social, but am I I in it or am I just doing this to do it? Or, like, were there times of doubt that you faced?
4: There – I would definitely say yes, there was time of doubt because – Well, by the time I figured out I wanted to, you know, do PR, I, um, I couldn't really change my major at the time again to like communications, even though I was a sophomore. Um, and that's really kind of the time where you're supposed to like solidify everything, but I was already so like deep in credits I know as a sophomore,
1: um, just overachiever.
4: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. Come on.
1: I was credited. You know, I had so many credits, so many, Oh my God.
4: (laughs) <laughs> I wasn't like you who came in with credits. Okay.
1: Uh, listen,
4: <laughs> okay, so the credits
1: start. I came in with were marine biology and something okay, else.
0: Right, <laughs> marine I biology came in with
4: credits. Okay. In English. I don't in have to English. Do you know English. I
1: had to do. I had math. And still had to take a fucking math class. I was so pissed. Oh, oh yeah. that little
4: like basic math class they had us take. Mm-hmm. That's some bullshit. With a little Excel class on the side. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, but... Ooh, they didn't make us do that. Oh, mm-hmm. they
1: made us do that. Yeah. Oh, no. And don't even get me started <laughs> right, on <okay. around> statistics.
2: <laughs> no. Ooh, oh, no, I don't... I don't- some stats. See, girl, get out! I should have known you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I took AP Stats in high school. Oh, when I tell you, I escaped with an inch of my life (laughs) from stats.
1: I will tell you proudly, I got a scene was the most smiling, grinnest.
4: I passed. (laughs) But I think that's why I enjoyed sociology so much was Mm -hmm. because I had that intro to stats in high school. So, Mm -hmm. like. With that, and I came into it, I was like, oh, I already know how to do this. And this mm. is how it applies to, like, you know, real life stuff. I was like, oh, I see. It's not just numbers and, like, freaky little equations. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't know the topic we were
1: talking about. <laughs> we were talking about whenever. Did you ever have any, like, doubts yes. or regrets while you were in, stud- in study? Um,
4: and so, like, once I switched over to PR and I realized I can change my major, you know, I did question out, like, what is Soch gonna do for me? Mm-hmm. Especially because I was still kind of exploring what public relations was, especially mm-hmm. particularly in entertainment. You know, it was like, okay, is this really gonna benefit me? Is there a way for me to still take, you know, or become a calm major or some kind of minor? You know, but I kind of just navigated through it. I did take a lot of interesting classes. Um, I would say, the one benefit i did get was all of the research that social makes you do mm-hmm. like it's very beneficial in pr because in pr if you can't find something on one of the little databases or the systems that you may pay for, you are on Google. Like nobody, <laughs> you'll be Indiana Jones, yeah, <laughs> and you will crack it and you will find it on like the deepest website. But you page seventy
1: five. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd be like, how did we get here? You
4: know. Um, but there was a lot of days I did question. There was a lot of days I cried. Mm-hmm. I was sitting on the bluff, like. <laughs> oh, <laughs> at just, least
0: you had the bluff, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> something
4: to look at right? Right. <laughs> looking over LA like is this am I doing the right thing so there was a lot of days because you know like we, we talked about earlier like you have this mindset going into college that mm-hmm. especially if you're going for like if you think you're going to do a specific career like you have to be on a certain track mm-hmm. or like you have to do certain majors when really unless you're really specifically doing like a lawyer or you want to become a lawyer or a doctor where you have to take those classes like, mm-hmm. honestly you could really do any major and be anything like you don't mm-hmm. have to be a business major to be in business like you don't have to be in p you don't have to take pr to be in pr you know mm-hmm. so i think that has changed a lot now especially like this new generation they're understanding that yeah but i know for us we were so pressured like
3: mm-hmm. if i want to do
4: this i gotta do it like this or mm-hmm. i have to know my major like if i could do it all over again i would either be a comms major or i would win an undecided you know, I feel like they really shouldn't make you choose. I agree.
0: Yeah, you're I would have she- won an undecided, too. Yeah. I agree.
4: <laughs> because like, you, like, you don't know. Like, you said, mm, you're 18. Yeah, you do not you're know. You're out of college. Like, all they tell you is you have to go to school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? So... I really think people should just go in undecided and then figure it out. Like, it's okay. And there's it's nothing okay.
1: wrong with going in undecided. Like, right. like we were, I think that, that the, that's the big, like, ugh, where yeah. people, especially, like, parents, they be like, I'm not about to pay all this money for mm-hmm. you to just go to school and not know what you want to do. It's like, that's right. the point of going to school. <laughs> to learn exactly. what I want to do. And it's <laughs>
2: like, no, I already knew what I wanted to do, who I wanted to be, what kind of job I wanted to have. Why don't you know? You need to know. Mm-hmm. And are you, you need happy? To like, right, <gasps>
4: exactly. And oh I think that's a... That's what a lot of people, too, is like we see our parents or like, you know, aunts, uncles or whatever mm-hmm. who maybe did go to college. And, you know, you see them. They do all these things. They have these mm-hmm. jobs. But it like Chris said, like, are you happy? Mm-hmm. You know, you find out like your big shot auntie attorney is now a kindergarten teacher because that's what she really wanted to do all her life. You know? Right. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. why, you know, just it's OK not to know. Like, it's really OK. They may tell you it's not OK, but it's, mm-hmm. it's really OK. It really is.
2: And. I'm glad you brought that up because I feel like one of the best things to kind of, like, explore yourself in college is, like, getting involved in, like, extracurriculars and, you know, interning and everything. So I guess, like, can you talk a little bit about what you did in college and just, like, how it shaped your experience in college and, like, getting out of college as well?
4: So as Chris said, I'm a little bit of an overachiever. (laughs) Um, So, like, when I got to college, I felt like, because in high school I was so like shy and I was so reserved that when I got to college, I was like, I'm not going to be that person. Mm. You know, I'm going to involve myself. I'm going to do a bunch of things. And that's exactly what I did. <laughs> <That's> so beautiful. <laughs> a bunch. That is so beautiful. Um, I mean, it all started off, honestly, working in the admissions office. That was such a good starting point um, mm. because that's where one, I met a lot of people who I'm still like really close to to mm-hmm. this day. Um, and then it just introduced me to just a whole bunch of things across campus and even outside of campus that I would have never discovered because here I am a freshman, I'm sitting with juniors and seniors and people Mm -hmm. who graduated and they're telling me all these like secrets, especially as a black student on campus, you know, Mm -hmm. like what's available to you and what you can do. So of course, like I was in the, the, the BSUs, the, the sisters of the Mm -hmm. world, (laughs) world. (laughs) um, you know. Observing Divine Nine. Um, <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> We've all observed once in the our lives.
2: Uh-huh. Uh, uh, We've we we
1: observed in our lives. You know, I week. had
2: one night and I said, I'm good.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. This may not be for me. Um, you know, and I, and then in, it turned from like being just members of these clubs mm-hmm. to, you know, being involved on e-boards and, and then just... Being involved in African American Studies Department and trying to figure out, you know, how to grow grow it there with like the professors. Um internships, internships. Wow. Um <laughs> the hustle is so different now when it comes to internships because networking is truly the key. Like mm-hmm. I don't think people understand that enough. Like networking is truly the key. Like the one thing my dad will always tell me it's not what you know but Mm -hmm. who you know know. Mm -hmm. and that is not just because i work in entertainment that is across every industry every person you come across like it is all about who you know Mm -hmm. and so that just really stuck with me really since high school um because i realized early just entertainment in general like it's a hustle and bustle game Mm -hmm. you know you have to really grind and so i just put myself out there and then when I became, I guess, qualified for internships, cause you can't just, you know, a lot of them, you we have like yeah. one year mm-hmm. of college experience. Um, you know, I just networked like my first internship. I, again, the sociology research, I Googled mm-hmm. and Googled because I was going to Atlanta at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so PR wasn't super big in Atlanta at the right. time. Um, but I found this, this little firm with this one woman and she gave me the chance. And then from there, um, Shout out to T. Howard. I went through a program called T. Howard, and that's how I got to Disney. But networking with a friend of mine, she mm-hmm. was the one that told me about the program, applied, got to Disney. Um, BCBG, came through school. Um,
1: yeah, I can't remember them all.
2: I right. Um, girl, you want to s- flip the page back <laughs> over.
1: We <and read> it. <laughs> it again, run it back. But
4: stars, <laughs> stars came. I just applied like, honestly, just, I just applied. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Research, again. I mm-hmm. forgot what the, the tool was back then, but it wasn't, indeed wasn't back then.
1: Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> and I'm
4: saying back then, if it was like 10 years ago, it was All really right. like two, three years ago. Yes. Um, and then Turner, Turner came through networking. I had a professor at USC that from day one, he believed in me and he knew somebody that was hiring for, a, at the time it was Turner for the TNT, TBS, True TV team, and mm-hmm. um, and even though I didn't get it that summer, they called me back and was like, We want to bring you in for the fall. And so I ended up there, came back again that next summer. All is history. All oh,
1: history. <laughs> I mean, go ahead, bring <laughs> it off. Party. You do you hear her? Come on, <laughs> she all here dropping dreams, Okay, dropping whole ass gems. Oh, uh,
2: I try. You that's know, That work.
1: <laughs> that's that work ethic. What I say? Okay. It's unmatched.
2: It really is. I, I
1: I I have seen this woman work. I mean, for y'all, we we're all friends at this table, so yeah. it's a little mm-hmm. different. It's not like it's not like Bree is just a, a random person who we found and was like, hey, come here. No, like <laughs> she is definitely like. A piece of us as well. Like, just we mm-hmm. all carry you with us, and just seeing you being able to work. Oh, and goodness. you work hard. <laughs> Girl, you work hard. I'd be over here like, I'm
0: tired. <laughs> I can't do it. Mm-hmm. You'd be
1: like, I am getting it done. Mm-hmm. Very driven. Mm-hmm.
0: So, Bree, can you take us through the moment you realize you wanted to explore PR as a
4: profession? Yes, I can take you through that moment so vividly. <laughs> it, was, it was so emotional. Um, shout out to Aaliyah because she was there for me. Um, so as I said earlier, I was very gung-ho on being an entertainment attorney. And so, you know, as you, well, you know, when you think about your career, you, you see these people above you and you're like, oh, I want to be like them. I want to be like this. I want to be like that. And mm-hmm. so there was this one woman, I will not name her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um,
3: sorry. I'm oh my sorry. I'm
1: oh oh <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, but I just—I feel you. I feel you on that, and oh, I know, man. and I'm here with you.
4: I will not mm-hmm. name her. I'm um, here with you because you can easily Google her.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, but I, again, with the hustle and bustle, I went on her website. I did the little, you know, contact thing, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Hi, I'm such and such, and I go to this school. Would just love to talk to you." Right? Her assistant emailed me back. She set up some time. And, you know, at the time, this woman was like the top entertainment attorney, like any wow, this is gonna get away. any top <laughs> black entertainer at the time mm-hmm. that was their lawyer. Um, and so I thought it was going to be like a very encouraging conversation, very much like, you know, giving me her journey, like how mm-hmm. I'm giving you guys. When I tell you, she ripped me to shreds. So, when I sent my resume like mm. i don't i think there was a miscommunication that mm. like I was a sophomore in college and not like a second year in law school because mm. she was very much like, you know it doesn't seem like you've a lot of experience, and you know, if I were to look at your resume right now, like I wouldn't hire you, and I'm just like like excuse me, like a lady, how, I, I I how just does that feel like
1: that moment where you're like." Oh.
2: Mm -hmm. literally when they say something you thought you wanted
4: for so long so long literally like when they say don't meet your idols like Mm -hmm. abide by that like Mm -hmm. literally live by that (laughs) 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 because the moment you meet them or in my case talk to them you just might get your dream shattered and in that Mm -hmm. instance i did because you know i had been wanting to be an attorney for pretty much since i was in middle school and then mm-hmm. talking to this woman who I was aspiring to be like, and like kind of follow her path and trajectory, um, and then she just like crushed my dreams. And when I tell you, I boohoo cried, like it was oh. it was a lot. Um, but that moment taught me that like, I really, truly did not want to do that like mm-hmm. I was doing it for the wrong reasons like mm-hmm. when I came to realize and I was really thinking about it, it was like I'm doing this for my family I'm doing this because mm-hmm. I think I have to you know and all these other different reasons and I was like but then what do I do you know and so I came, I had a conversation actually with um, one of my professors again Leah was in a situation <laughs> <laughs> um, and he was just like you know what do you want to do and I was like well yesterday <laughs> <laughs> I was right. be an attorney and then I was like, well, I don't know what I want to do now. And he was like, well, you know, what are you good at? And then I'd always been good at writing. Mm-hmm. But, like, I was just like, oh, I'm good at it. Like, I don't I don't really need to pursue it. Um, and he gave me the idea for, like, a hot second of being a journalist. So I was like, ooh, I'm going to be this hot shot journalist, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Thank you. <laughs> Tool bag. I'm ready to go. <laughs> you know, Times. Watch out. <laughs> if I, if I was like, LA Times, you know, call me, okay? Please. <laughs> and then... um. When, and then I was having a conversation with my dad and he was like well, why don't you think about PR and I was like huh well he was like PR and I was like well, what is PR mm-hmm. he's like public relations I was like again what is that <laughs> you know mm-hmm. um, and so once he was explaining it to me and I was like okay sounds pretty cool he's like you know you're a people person you like to talk um, he's like and you're just really good with like socializing and I was like mm-hmm. okay so once I do like a little, bit, a little bit more research um, you know I was like okay I think I can do this. I don't think I really still had a full clear understanding of what it was. Mm-hmm. It was just somebody put the idea in my head and I ran with it. Mm-hmm. Which I really don't recommend, but if it works, it works. Clearly it works. Right. It works. and it just I just ran for it from there. Mm-hmm. Here I am. I don't know how many years ago that was.
1: It was years ago because how long ago was it whenever I graduated in college?
4: I graduated for you. Chill out. Okay, so you graduated (laughs) like, what, four years ago? Christopher.
1: Come okay, on okay. 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 <laughs> so it was. It was some time. I mean, i I graduated in 2016. Like,
4: yeah. we can put it out there. Five years.
1: Yeah. Ago. Yeah. So it was some time ago. But still, it's not these, some time. Some time ago. <laughs> so, no, I'm wait. not
3: that old. Girl. Right. <laughs> right.
1: I know, I know. I know. I'm just. I'm just playing with you. <laughs> um, I love how you took us through that journey, and especially whenever you hit that moment with your dad when you were like, "Huh? What is PR?" And honestly, that's my question for you, because people always, at any time, anytime you tell someone, oh, I'm I'm in PR, I work in PR, they're always like, ooh, what is that acronym? Ooh, this is (laughs) so interesting. What does that mean? Can you explain to the people what is, because I know people probably are listening like, what is PR? I'm trying to figure that out. What is it? What does PR mean to you? Okay. Because I found (laughs) it has so many different definitions to so many people. (laughs) It does. It
4: does. Um... I would like to just clarify I am not PR I am a publicist Okay mm-hmm. Bam boom. Because a lot of people think Oh you're PR And it's like no no mm-hmm. No no Publicist I do <laughs> PR mm-hmm. But I am a publicist Okay period mm-hmm. Let's Another, the, the bio that
1: we gave Publicist mm-hmm. Bam Another
4: a false notion I would like to clear up I do not make people famous Okay. <laughs> I can just say do you like it <laughs> and if you like it well you're right about it <laughs> pretty much
1: <laughs> oh my goodness
4: I really hope none of my coworkers workers go listen to <laughs> oh me but what I used to the, the easiest explanation I used to give people was because it was the easiest like cultural reference was think mm-hmm. of Olivia Pope not necessarily her relationship. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the <laughs> white <laughs> devil? <laughs> the white devil.
4: Think of her job and what she did for the president or for whoever she was helping out. Like, that was the definition I would give because that is PR. In a sense, that is crisis PR. You know, mm-hmm. there. Are, I think people also get mixed up. Like, there are very much different levels to PR and mm-hmm. different, like, areas of PR. Mm-hmm. Um, but PR is basically, it's storytelling, it's, branding it's communicating to the public it's trying to take your project or take whatever you are promoting whatever you were trying to put out there and get it out as much as possible not only to your target audience but above and beyond i think that's kind of like mm-hmm. the easiest way to explain it and then mm-hmm. in my specific industry is that but for entertainers or mm-hmm. for Movies or for television shows, um, or for music, uh, you know, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. nice, yeah, that's like the easiest definition. If I had to give like my definition of how I would put it on paper, it's Mm -hmm. literally just communication, like, (laughs) period, communication, full mm -hmm. stop, (laughs) whether it's on the radio, whether it's on a podcast, whether it's in a magazine right now everything is so digital whether it's digitally like if you're reading it or you're watching it somebody's publicist put it out there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. more than likely
1: okay come on give us the when it's PR you sure did and I, <laughs> I try I I really no I always think about it Because as I feel like people on the podcast know that Frenchie and I have both been in PR as well. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And (laughs) I always describe it as like, think of a bridge. Like, (laughs) and like there is... That is a great example. I'm like, think of a bridge. Like there's me at one end of the bridge. And there's someone standing behind me who I represent, right? Mm -hmm. And I... I'm trying to get this person across the bridge. Mm -hmm. I need to communicate across the bridge to the different towns and people and see, hey, can my person come over and... Get some bread, <laughs> or, or, or no? Like, can they, can they, can they go and get some bread and some water from you? And if you say no, then I'll go to the next person. Exactly. And if they say mm-hmm. yes, then okay, go and get your bread and water, bring it back.
4: But like, if it's that good, good bread, pe- people gonna fight over it. Like, can I have it? Can I have it? Uh-huh. I right. have you get to be like, ooh, so I get to pick. Yes, mm-hmm. that's
0: the best. I hope I got a
1: luxury.
4: Oh,
0: the, They're gonna be like the seagulls on finding me. Mine mine,
4: <laughs> mine, 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 mine. Exactly. It's <laughs> like a
1: luxury if, when you get into PR and you have have a client and
4: you're like i don't have to do any work <laughs> you're like, oh i love an easy sell client uh, or like mm-hmm. an easy sell like tight like Well, i work in <sighs> for those who don't know <laughs> 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 just to put it out there hbo max is my home
2: mm-hmm.
4: you know hope y'all are watching it and enjoying it yes um but like when you have easy titles or easy like talent on titles to sell like it mm-hmm. is the greatest thing mm-hmm. but when you have certain titles that need a little work or you have unknown talent, then it's mm-hmm. a little work. It's a little work. <laughs> it turns
1: out being a lot of work. <laughs> It'll being a lot of work. Mm-hmm. You know,
4: but the rewarding, you know, the reward at the end is really seeing how how much people enjoy mm-hmm. the product, whatever you may be like promoting. Um, I think seeing kind of like just the end result is really like when you're a publicist, even though they say we don't make money and we don't really do shit, we yeah. do so much. <laughs> and the end result is really us Mm -hmm. you know when people see those when people are like oh i got this grammy or oh i got this oscar like sure they may have wrapped a good little bar or they may have you know Mm -hmm. acted a cute little dramatic scene but Mm -hmm. it's really that publicist behind the scenes like hey like you you see my client Mm -hmm. you saw this movie right Mm -hmm. you gonna vote for it you gonna do this you gonna do that you know so it's really like People really don't see us as a force.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: But we're, we're the biggest force behind the scenes. Like, sure, people have their their managers and their agents and all that stuff. And they're they're the ones that bring in the money, mm-hmm. you know. But, like...
2: Who and what they be doing? Calling you. When <laughs> <laughs> exactly something goes wrong. I'm calling you.
4: You know, they would be like, so what are we supposed to do? But I'm like, but you don't want to make the money. Mm-hmm. Why are you coming to me? You know? Mm-hmm. And then my biggest thing, especially when I've done talent PR... I'm venting now. I'm sorry. Vent, <laughs> <laughs> <you>, girl. Um, <laughs> it's like is when people have opinions on your job it's Mm -hmm. like you pay me for a reason so why are you going to question me on my expertise Mm -hmm. especially when you don't see a negative result Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. that that was my biggest thing is like you're paying me x amount of money per month Mm -hmm. and you're expecting certain results which i'm trying to get you but Mm -hmm. yeah you're critiquing me on how to do it so if you know how to do my job better than me then keep your money
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) period (laughs) Mm -hmm.
4: How did you handle that like I guess you know before the money
2: and when you were going through like your internships and stuff like how did you handle that like finding your voice and finding like yourself to be like hey I know what the fuck I'm
4: doing it took a long time like Mm -hmm. I I'm not even gonna lie like it probably it took me very recently to realize that like Mm -hmm. I know my shit Mm -hmm. you know um, like I mentioned earlier like I'm a very like shy like really kind of like a reserved person even though it may not seem like it um you know I'm still very like timid and I just question a lot like Mm. I'm all because again I'm an (laughs) So even though I do so much I still question so much it's like yeah did I make the right decision did I say the right thing am I gonna make the right decision Mm. do should I be you know um Mm. you know should I do certain things um and I think it took a lot of people telling me like oh, I wish you would speak up. Like, I mm. see it in you. Mm-hmm. Like, I see you want to say something or I, I, like, I see that you have an idea. Like, people did, people used to push me on purpose. Like, <laughs> and <laughs> okay. I had this one professor who in class, like, she would literally... She would look at me the whole time because she knew I would have I would want something want to say something. Mm-hmm. And then when everybody else has something, like has said something, she'd be like, So Brianna. <laughs> like, uh, do like, you want to say something? And I'd be like, God, oh, no, I'm I'd be like, okay, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, I'd sometimes be dropping jumps, you know? But mm-hmm. like I think it's just it just took me a while to to find that confidence. And I think this past year being in quarantine well past I guess like year and a half. Mm-hmm. right, yeah. being right. In- <laughs> Might be going right back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> being in quarantine, working from home. And then because our team is so small, really having to not only do my role, but also, mm-hmm. you know, kind of step up in other people's roles. Um, and really just realizing like, I know my shit. Mm-hmm. Like I am really like, I can do this. And then hearing people be like, you know, not more than just a good job, like mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you know you, you're doing great, right?
3: <laughs> <yeah. laughs> but that great,
4: it's a little different, you know. Right. Or when they decide to give you a little raise, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's just like it. It took me a minute, you know, and I'm still. I'm not saying, oh, I'm out here and I'm the best. Like, <laughs> okay. No, I would never because because you're always learning. Me, I'm mm-hmm. I'm always finding somewhere to grow. I'm always finding something new to learn. I say I'm a sponge. I absorb everything mm-hmm. i may not say much but i absorb everything um so i think it's just now that i found that confidence and now that i know um it's just now just kind of taking off from here
2: mm. that's so lovely <laughs> that's so funny because i was literally having a conversation this weekend with my mom about that because i was like that's my like that like that's my issue like i want to say things and, like i know i can do stuff but it's like i haven't really felt that like real true confidence in it yet don't worry
4: <laughs> <laughs> and, I think, and i think that also just comes with like the energy around mm-hmm. you and like the people that are surrounding you because i have been in two very separate work environments i've been mm-hmm. in a very like toxic very like just nasty environment And then now I'm in a very, like, everybody's like, I got you. What do you need? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, no task is above anybody. No task Mm -hmm. is Mm below anybody. Sometimes it it feels that
2: way. Uh (laughs) Uh
4: (laughs) You know, uh, but we work together. We all support each other. You know, my my big boss, she, you know, wants to see me grow. Mm -hmm. It's not just you're in this position. This is what you do. Mm -hmm. And that's that. You know, um, I think so. I think it's really just takes like having also just that support around you, too. Yeah. Um, You know, I get it from my family, of course. When you have like your peers Mm -hmm. in your industry that like know the same work and to hear it from them, especially those who are not necessarily veterans, but have been in you know the industry a little longer than you. um, Mm -hmm. I think just really having that and just really hearing them say like, good job, like you did good, like, you know, getting those little messages or just hearing Mm -hmm. that, you know. It's really fulfilling, and I think it really helped to boost my confidence. And just to really be like, you know what, I can do this shit. You know, there are <laughs> nah. right. times where I'm like, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. but I've gotten better at just like Nike say, just do it. Yeah? Girl, come
1: on, come on, like Nike said, just do it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: usually, a lot of people they're like, okay. I graduated college, I'm done. Or I graduated college, I'm going to wait, and then I'm going to go back. What made you go back and get your master's, like, right after you graduated from undergrad?
4: I really wish I could remember the story <laughs> of why I chose to go to grad school. Because I really don't. Like, I, I knew I was at a place of, like, okay, it, I'm starting senior year. I don't know really where I'm gonna mm-hmm. go. I didn't necessarily have a, I mean, granted it was the first semester of senior year, so of course I'm not gonna have a job lined up. But as many people know, like entertainment jobs are like very hard to come by. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: you feel like no, you really hear us all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're very
4: hard to come by. You know, I, I'm blessed to have you know done as much as I have, um, and so. I think I was just at a crossroads of like mm-hmm. I could try and find a job and run the risk of graduating and not having a job and mm-hmm. then rushing to just find something, you know, mm-hmm. um, or I can go to grad school. And I think I actually think Dr. Campbell put the idea in my head. Really? I I believe now that I'm thinking about it. I think she did. Um, mm-hmm. And. I think just after discussing I was like fuck it like I'm just gonna do it mm-hmm. and I think my dad also had encouraged me he was like why don't you just go to grad school but I was also like what grad school has a PR program mm-hmm. you know so it was also that mm-hmm. I was also mm-hmm. like what am I gonna go to grad school for mm-hmm. yeah. that's when our that
1: research came in hand
4: uh, Sociology sociology mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> 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 I found literally well now there's so many but back then as if it was so long ago uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is so true though.
2: that's <laughs> but, so true but like back then they
4: were there were like a handful of programs I think it was the program at USC where I went to was like San Francisco, Syracuse, and I think like two other schools. And no, and Pepperdine. Mm. And I think I definitely was gunning for USC, but I definitely thought I wasn't going to get in because I didn't get in undergrad. Um It's okay. It's right. <laughs> girl, girl, it's all right. You know, I tried though. I tried. Um, and then... And then I was like, you know what, grad school, let me go away. So I was actually gunning for Syracuse. Okay. I was like, you know what, let me just do that. Um, Syracuse,
1: that's have a good program now. That's what I will say. I
4: mean, it is. But what I was running into, maybe this was a, a blessing from God. So like, mm-hmm. they really wanted me to do like a video interview. And I was like, What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs>
1: If we could just have time to really that? talk about the interview process and how okay. it is. Oh.
2: <laughs> the fact that that was literally my reason for why I almost didn't apply either. <laughs> and I wasn't even going for no PR. I said, what you need to see my face for?
4: Right. So that is exactly how I felt. I was like, y'all already got the money out of me. You got the application. You right. got the essays. And now y'all want a, a video interview and it's just me recording to myself. And that was before, of course, the Zoom days now. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, no. So I kept putting it off and putting it off. And literally the recruiter, she kept like winking at me, like, make sure to do your interview. I guess like I was like on that verge of just basically doing the interview and getting accepted. Mm -hmm. And then I had did all my other applications and I turned in USC like on the last day. And I was like, fuck it, whatever. And then literally the day I decided, I was like, you know what? Let me finally get Mm Sarah out of the way. And it was like March. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And literally, I will never forget this. Deshawn was there. And so, well, he wasn't there, but that day. Actually, you were too.
1: Was I? What was, that? <laughs> what was well, there? it? was. it was there.
4: it was when you first met Deshawn and Dorian. Oh, okay. That day we went to the beach. Mm-hmm. It was that day. uh And so, I remember <laughs> I woke up and I had a notification from USC and I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. and i was like I'm, i just prepared Aww. myself i was like i'm not gonna get in mm-hmm. i'm not gonna get in and so i remember i turned on the shower <laughs> I, literally, I literally remember <laughs> it's it. a movie <laughs> it's a movie you know i'm a storyteller y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and i literally turned on the shower and i was like let me just go ahead and i was like uh, and i was like am i reading this correctly I was Ooh. like, I was like, did I, did I just get in? I mm-hmm. Cause I saw the ID number and I was like,
2: hold on. Now they wouldn't be giving me no number. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
3: they
1: wouldn't
2: be giving me no
0: number if I didn't get in. Right. If I didn't need to be identified.
4: Right. <laughs> so I had, to, I had to turn off the shower real quick. I was like, wait, that water been running a little too long. right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, wow. And I was like, again, so I felt like it was a blessing from God for me not to do that video interview mm. because I was going to end up at USC anyway. Um, so that was my long story. No. To get to. That's how we love a story. That's how it came. So I didn't really I don't think I really I chose it, but I didn't really choose it. Like it just mm-hmm. kinda again, like sociology just kind of fell into my lap and I was like,
2: okay. Beautiful. No.
4: Divine timing. That yeah. really
1: is. That really is. It's all divine timing. And it's like that like that that you were sitting on the edge and like I don't even know what's going on. Oh, well, that's happened. how I feel
4: about I mean, y'all know about how I got this job. Like
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was a process. Oh, it was yes. a process. Such a process.
4: <laughs> Everybody knows that last job. Mm. hmm mm-hmm. Girl, you made it. Right, <laughs>
1: you did it. You okay, it. and right. you're so gonna proud. keep on making it.
4: Yes. One day I'll have a tell off. One day,
1: press I mm-hmm. know. Right, we are gonna read the book by the book.
4: we <laughs> back in the show. It's gonna be season. Who knows time what? On. By the
0: book, by the
1: book. By the time you get the book, we are gonna have us a whole little show going. We are gonna, gonna be signed to a couple of things. You don't know, you know. This will be a TV
4: out. show by then. So it's okay, putting
1: it out there. I'm just saying. Make Hello. Fest. Yes. Fest. Hey us. Hey okay. us. Please give us some money. Give
0: us your money. We want it. Thank you. poor.
1: Right. We thought <laughs> that. I want to talk about, obviously, during your experience at USC and receiving your master's, what advice would you give to those who are currently like in a program that is similar to yours about pursuing their master's and being currently in the program? Like, What would you be like? Mm, this is a token of advice that I would give you. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What did we get you?
2: A
4: little bit, a little bit, Um, because it's just like I don't want to give a piece of advice that's like so specific Mm -hmm. to like what I went through, because like each program is different, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that was kind of like the beauty of being at USC too. Um, Even though I met some really great new people, there was also so many people from um, my undergrad Mm -hmm. and we are like, there was already like that bond and like connection. Uh, but I think the one thing I can say that we all shared across the board was that like, we didn't give up. Mm-hmm. Like, don't give up. Like no matter, I mean, unless you're just really down. Unless you're really done. <laughs> yeah, unless you're just done. Like, mm-hmm. of course, like mental health is first, but like, don't give up. Like there were, mm-hmm. there were many of times in that very first semester, I was just like, "Fuck this shit." <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was like, "The little the loans y'all got me deep in for this, like, know, uh-huh. uh, no, uh-huh. no." Um, and but it took. Shout out to Jen Floto, um, <laughs> the program director. She sat me down and she was like, "No, you belong here." Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she was like, "I read your application." She was like, "You know, you belong here," and you know, it took me a minute to like mm-hmm. really kind of get to that because again. I wasn't that confident. The PR was still very like I don't know what this is. I'm in a right. whole, I'm in a whole program for this, yes, right. uh, you know. And I was I was also mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. I was struggling academically with the class, and I was just like, well, if I can't get the basic shit, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> why can I? <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. To that class. Oh, bless her heart. Um, <laughs> we gave her hell. Um, Look, but, you got
1: to. You paying for it? You give these teachers hell, okay?
4: Um, mm-hmm. uh, but. The strategic planning model, literally, I live by to this day. So shout out to her. Mm-hmm. Um, But literally when I was going to give up and I was like, I don't know if I belong here. I don't know mm-hmm. if like this is really what I want to do. Like, you know, I, I'm going to get up. And mm-hmm. then she was just like, don't do it.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: She's like, she like, give it one more semester and see where you are. And if we have a talk, we can have a talk. I didn't have to have a talk with her. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think just don't give up, but also like surround again surround yourself with positive energy and Mm -hmm. positive people Mm -hmm. because grad school is not easy like people Mm -hmm. think people think my program was just like a breeze and like yes Mm -hmm. we didn't take tests that often sure we had projects and sure we had like the cool classes and the cool this and the cool that but it's like that shit was still hard work Mm -hmm. you know like we were like in the field doing shit you know um And, you know, having that support system of, like, not only my roommate, but the other friends that I made throughout the program, like, Mm -hmm. we were all in that shit together. So, to Mm -hmm. have those people that, like, are in it with you, like, that's a whole other experience Mm -hmm. that, like, nobody else is going to have with you. So, like, I share that with them, like, we're all doing our things now, maybe, like, across PR in different industries. But, like, we all went through the same shit together. Mm -hmm. You know, we all went through the late nights. When we all were about to take that one big ass test that was gonna determine <laughs> if we were gonna graduate or not. Like we were all in the same little study room, you know, doing it. You know, mm-hmm. so just don't give up and just surround yourself with positive energy and positive people because the negativity will bring you down and it mm-hmm. will mm-hmm. you it will have a strong effect, especially at that level.
1: Mm-hmm. I always hear comments like that mm-hmm. from folks who are in masters programs. They're it's like
2: really hard. they're like oh. I mean, I
1: literally have not met a person who's been in the master's program who's been like,
2: I loved it. It was amazing.
1: Everybody, literally, everyone's like, I question it every day. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. This is not easy. It's not. I'm not sleeping. Mm-hmm. I have to actually work and then go and do more work. I don't really have much to I don't have a life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the
4: thing is, like, <laughs> overachiever me. Um, mm-hmm. It was like I was a full time student. You know, I was interning and I had a work study job. And mind you, I had all that same stuff in college, too, in undergrad. So, like, I was really programmed to, like, be, like, have a bunch of shit mm-hmm. going on and, like, doing that. So, at a grad school level, granted, you're not taking as many classes. Um, but, like, you're you're sitting in, like, four-hour classes. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you may have to go to work. You may have to do this. Mm-hmm. And you're dealing with, like, real-life shit. And then, like, you're in class. It's not like everybody in your class is, like, 18, 19 mm-hmm. to 22. It's, like... I was twenty-two, but then I had somebody who was like forty. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like you're you're re- you're like in the real world, but in college, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> um,
2: my question is, okay, we both did the masters. Mm-hmm. Yes. Jesus. <laughs> no, we did it. We did it. No, we did we it. We did it. Okay, so You know, people already have like this idea of when you get out of undergrad, you're already supposed to have a job, but especially so when you get out of like your master's program and, you know, you talked a little bit about wanting to go like right after undergrad because you just didn't really have your plan set. And so I guess like after your program was over, did you have that experience? Like, okay, all these doors are flying open for me. And I'm just ready to set the world ablaze with my, you know, my smarts and I'm just ready to go. Like, was that your experience? Absolutely not.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Even though I went to school for the second time, mm-hmm. jobs were not knocking at my door. Mm-hmm. Um, I, again, graduated with no job. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have an internship. Um, shout out to my job now because mm-hmm. they gave me an internship for the second time. Um, And that's what kind of held me down for that summer. Mm -hmm. Um, And then through actually that internship is how I got my first job. Um, Mm -hmm. Because, again, you know, the industry is so small. So, like, you work with everybody. So Mm -hmm. um, at the time I was working on Claws and um, Rogers and Cowan was repping one of the ladies in the show. And I was like, oh, there's a position open. So I applied and I went to, you mm-hmm. know, the one person I was really comfortable with at the time, because he worked closely with that publicist. And I was like, hey, like I applied for a job. Do you mind like writing a recommendation? Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, absolutely. He even called like right there on the spot. <laughs> oh, and I yes. Them, like left a message. And I was like, oh, this is <laughs> <Come laughs> new. <on, laughs> <ass. Action. laughs> um, we love the action. right?" <laughs> <laughs> and then, no, actually what happened was I applied. Actually, I've, so vividly. I applied on one night. The next day, they called me. And they were like, oh, I would like the whole interview process on the phone, like right then and there. And then he was like, okay, so can you come in for an interview today? And I was like, no. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
4: you will not get me
2: unprepared. Right. <laughs> Catch me, what?
4: And it was like, he, he called me like 10 a.m. and wanted me to come in at like noon. And I was like, sir, like I'm in the middle of an internship. I'm not even dressed. Like, mm-hmm. no. uh- um, and that's mm-hmm. when I went to my boss, like, hey, I have an interview. And he called and sent an email. Uh, and it coincidentally was for her team. And so when I went in for the interview the next day, um, you know, they were like, oh, we got a very nice, as if I didn't know, I guess they didn't know I knew. Mm-hmm. So they were like, oh, we got a very nice recommendation from somebody at um, Turner. Da-da-da. They had a lot of lot of nice things to say. And I was like, oh did they okay Mm -hmm. um and i got hired on the spot (laughs) yes um so that's kind of how it turned out for me and um i think when people have those stories like oh i graduated college and i had this job offer and i had that job offer um you know and it's right and it's like cool but like what are you doing you know like like did you like, I hate to put this out there, but it's like, did you work for it? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Did mommy and daddy make a call? Which honestly, I have no issues with that. Like, like, I'm gonna be real. Like, if mommy and daddy can make a call, mommy and daddy can make a call. Mm -hmm. You know? But like, it's just, I think it's just the way you go about it. Mm. Mm -hmm. You know? Because like, my dad is always like, like if I, see a position or like if i see if i really want to work for a company he's the first person to be like okay well do i know anybody Mm -hmm. you know i don't feel like there's an issue with that you know i just think i think it's just the way like i said people go about it and you utilize it Mm -hmm. you know like everybody doesn't need to know mommy and daddy got you the job Mm -hmm. you know you don't have to be an ass about it you don't have to be a bitch about it you don't have to feel entitled Mm -hmm. like like there's nothing wrong with help you know but like just be appreciative of it. I think that. Yeah. I think that's mm-hmm. really the notion it's when
1: people the are arrogance. In. That's like yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: you got this nice shit. You over know, here acting like you know, yeah. like
4: and I saw have seen that firsthand at my last company.
2: Just like that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs>
4: and it's just like, like I said, like nepotism. Mm-hmm. I hate that word, but like nepotism can be very useful, and mm-hmm. people again just over it, like they just abuse it. Mm-hmm. You know. um, hmm mm-hmm. We love it.
2: We love it. <laughs> I feel bad. I like I've said that too. I'm like, black people should be nep it up. <laughs> nep it
4: up. <laughs> nep because, it up. You
1: know, It's literally a thing. It's like a thing
4: y'all.
2: Nep that, it up. Nep it up. Maybe trying to make you feel like I don't want anyone to know that my dad is this person who got me on. I wanna work and get it on my own. Let them make that call. <laughs>
4: let them do it and the thing is it took me so long to realize Mm -hmm. that i was that person i was like no like Mm -hmm. i want to work for it Mm -hmm. and then i realized working shit sometimes
2: right (laughs) right
4: like sometimes it's just easier to just have you know daddy mommy uncle auntie just go ahead and make that call Mm -hmm. you know and it just don't like don't feel like oh like you didn't work for it it's like no if you know you're putting in work you know, it's okay to ask for help. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think that's what a lot of people don't realize. Like, it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to be like, you know, hey, like, can you help me out a little bit? You know, mm-hmm. I I tell people now, like, I'm not afraid to ask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, if I especially if I see, a, like, a job at, like, a company that, like, I want to work for, that, like, I'm interested in, I'll reach out to that person. Like, you know, is there anybody you know? Mm-hmm. Is there, you know, can you help me out a little bit? You know, I mean, of course don't like go to somebody you haven't spoke to in 5 years. Like that's just wrong. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, just just do it. You never know. Nike.
0: So you mentioned that during graduate school, you know, all your friends and everybody was in the same program, but everybody has like different avenues when it comes to PR. Can you tell us what made you pick the entertainment
4: PR? um so entertainment has always been the the like industry mm-hmm. i've always wanted to work in mm. uh no matter what the job was i mm-hmm. knew the industry had to be entertainment mm-hmm. i really can't tell you like why mm-hmm. you know like entertainment has always fascinated me and it, it always was the behind the scenes like i was mm, i was yeah. that kid that like I watched the like director stuff like on the DVDs yeah. to like watch all the behind the scenes mm-hmm. stuff or like little extra stuff. Like I was yes. that person or like, I always loved like when BET had, um, what was it? Uh, oh, with the
2: video access grant. Yes. Oh, yeah. yes. Yes. Access I used Granted. to love like watching mm-hmm. like, Oh,
4: how the video was made. And then you see yes. the final product. And then like, I just love music videos in general. So like, I was like that one Oh six in park. Yes. Whatever all the little other shows was, um, and I was just always so intrigued. And I was just like, okay, well, how do I get involved? Because I was like, I can't sing. I can't rap. I can't dance. <laughs> These are the things I can't
1: Right. Hmm. So, so what how, can I
4: do? Right. I, won't, you know, I don't
1: need to be in front of nobody's camera. Yeah. What's was, going on?
4: And I was very camera shy. So I knew I didn't want to be in front of the camera. Um, And so that's how an attorney came into play. I was like, mm. Ooh, I like law and order. I'm going to be like that. Come on. you you know <laughs> and you know and so I just it's just entertainment I just always knew and then once I learned more about PR and kind of how entertainment and PR kind of intertwined I was like oh this is kind of cool like you know I like magazines I like you know watching um, talk shows I like you know listening to radio all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff So I was like okay like I think I can do this um, and so and just entertainment like I said has always just fascinated me like and it's it's just it's a ever-changing industry mm-hmm. so it's never the same like as we can all attest to that just within this last like year and a half year and a half with covid like how much just mm-hmm. streaming has came into play and how everything has gone so digital and like and just seeing how much entertainment just has changed and it continues to do that like it's never the same so mm-hmm. i think that's why i like it so much too because like my attention span is a little short <laughs> 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 so like I get bored very quick. So like if I'm sitting there doing the same thing for too long, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be over it. And so right now, like especially like in a streaming world, like there's so much coming out. Like there's mm-hmm. so much content. Mm-hmm. Like, like <laughs> getting day to okay, day to day. Right. right. Like people like, well, people always ask me like, Oh, have you watched this on HBO max? I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> You know how much stuff is on right. is. There's so much shit. Like, I have to watch my own shows. Like, I cannot watch, you know, mm-hmm. what other people are working on, you mm-hmm. know? And so, it's just, so, the just, like, just seeing how, like, it just changes. And, like, just seeing mm. how, like, it just constantly goes and goes and goes. And you just mm-hmm. never know, like, what the new thing is going to be. Or, like, what the new yes. trend is going to be. Or just, you know, who's canceled? Who's not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, who's, right. who's hot? Who's not? You know? Is... What you're working on popping, is it not? You know? Mm-hmm. Um so it's yeah.
1: I feel like this that it's always an evolution to try to keep up like what, what's going on. And sometimes right. you'd be like, Oh I'm uh, mm. over the trend. Honey, what do I got to do But out the ticking and talking? What? <laughs> so they're doing a trend for, and I got to, mm, what? you just... Mm-hmm. <laughs> you be thinking, I cannot keep up. But you managed to keep up very well. If anything, you've been ahead of the game, okay? Mm. That's I, how you I, do it. Yes. Cool. Okay. I appreciate that. Because <laughs> I've been
4: keeping up with the car drive. Not necessarily <laughs> keeping up with
1: myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now, that's some good background noise. If you want to do some work, put some keeping up on. Okay, Mm. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. saying. Listen, I'm just saying. It's a thing. I used to do work all the time with keeping up with Kardashians in the background because I could get so much done Mm -hmm. and be like,
4: still do it. (laughs) (laughs) You can get through
1: five episodes and be like, only one thing really happened. But (laughs)
4: mm -hmm, mm
1: -hmm, I'm getting my things. It's background noise. (laughs) Background noise.
4: There's a there's a large difference between passive and active TV.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have a good
4: passive show on. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's great because you don't have to worry about it. Especially if it's on Hulu, you ain't got to touch it. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God,
0: yes. <laughs> Hands off. <laughs> or if you've seen it already, so you're just letting it play.
1: So, I want to know more about um, Bree the Publicist. And I would love for you to give us one high, one really extreme high that you felt where you were like, wow, yes. And one low you faced, and I, I don't even want to use the word low, but maybe like a mm, a bump, a bump, <laughs> a bump that Speed you faced boat. in in your time as a publicist, and how you overcame the bump, how you got over, how mm-hmm. you got over. Come on, <laughs> oh, let's preach. <laughs> it's, in
2: <the> <laughs> <laughs> it's in the belly. Just a touch, Jesus,
1: a touch.
4: <laughs> Mm. Um, okay, so this is a three-part question. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's start with the first part. Um, Breathe, the publicist. Like, what is it? I mean, what you, sorry, what do you want to know? Like, or what should the people know?
1: Well, the high and the low. So, okay, what was so that your would be high, okay. and what was your low? Um,
4: hmm. I think my high actually happened recently. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. Actually, a lot of my highs happened recently. Um, hey,
1: man, we're going up. <laughs> <laughs> if it's up, then it's what?
4: Stop. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Say it again, church. Well, you know, I got to.
1: We'll <laughs> um,
4: but anyways, um, I, yeah, so a lot of my highs, I think, came recently because I've really been able to really test my skills as mm. a publicist and really be in that world of publicity. And I know that sounds kind of weird being that we've been in the house Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, and a lot of people know publicists are like out in the field everywhere. Yeah. Um. But what a lot of what I, I think a lot of people don't know is like pitching is like most of PR. Yeah. Like, and what pitching is for those who don't know it's like you know, basically me selling you what I'm trying to promote. I'm trying to get you to write about. It. I'm trying to get you to promote or whatever. Um. And so, just I always that was something I. Felt like I could never really get a grasp on for Mm. some reason. Because I was always getting, you know, rejections. And Mm -hmm. so, finally, I got Mm. some, (laughs) a yes. I got a couple yeses, actually. Yes. Yes. One in a major fashion magazine that's going to come out soon. You know, um, I helped out with premiering a a trailer on a national broadcast show. Um, Very, very recently with the blessing of God. Got, you know, a very, very, very last minute, very great late night booking for another show um, I'm working on. And so just to have those. Can I get highs, some claps? Okay, we can get claps. Right. Applaus.
1: She's All right, doing the damn thing. She's yeah. doing it.
4: Okay. <laughs> Tell us. um <laughs> And so <laughs> to a publicist, like those are really big highs, especially when it's like your first kind mm-hmm. of booking like after a while like it just becomes normal but like when it's your first like it's like wow yeah. like i did that mm-hmm. shit you know yes. or i helped to contribute to that and mm-hmm. so that i've had those moments these last couple of months working on some very very big projects um and so i've yes that and then the low i can't go into too much detail
3: mm-hmm.
4: um, but it was at my last job i well okay i was a, I was an assistant at my last job essentially mm-hmm. um, and everybody knows assistants at these agencies mm-hmm. we go through a lot, we see a lot, <laughs> we hear a lot, and we keep our mouths shut mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. um and so my team had a meeting with a very very well known um athlete at the time um and they were having like the meeting to see mm-hmm. if they would sign him and you know, it was there were some comments that were made before the meeting that started. Um this particular athlete was a person of color. Um and there were some comments that were made in you know in direction towards you know his his race mm-hmm. um and what he was doing at the time. Um and I felt very uncomfortable, not only because of the comments, but that they felt comfortable mm-hmm. saying those comments around me. Mm-hmm. You know, um granted in the moment i didn't i never felt like i made it comfortable enough for mm-hmm. them to do that because we've never we had never come across those things right mm-hmm. you know granted i had my my notions you know about certain people um being in a very like white environment yeah um but hearing it you know it's just like wow yeah like the fact that not only did i already have the notion that you were like this but mm-hmm. the fact that you are like this and then you feel comfortable enough to say certain things and you think that I'm just supposed to be okay with it it's right. just like crazy it's crazy and mm-hmm. then like in an assistant mm-hmm. position it's like you you really don't know what to do because mm-hmm. it's like as a black woman you know of course I want to just like go off but yeah. it's like I'm again in this very white space mm-hmm. and I'm an assistant and these are you know VPs SVPs EVPs right. um to so where like Anything I say out of line, I'm done, yeah, that's your job, yeah, yeah, that granted be- they granted they love me, but like right, that yeah. was that was probably gonna be it, mm. you know, and so after and it's and it's funny because after that meeting, one of my bosses brought me in and asked me, like how do you think that meeting went, and again mm. i was I was honest to a degree because mm. again you can. You can only Mm -hmm. say, like, you feel like you can only say so much and you're trained to really believe that you can only really put forth so much unless Mm -hmm. in that moment where you're being asked of your opinion. But even then, you still really can't Mm -hmm. give your full opinion. Mm -hmm. Even though I kind of read them for filth a little bit because I basically told them, like, y'all missed the mark. Like, sure, you guys gave this great pitch that you guys give all the time for clients Mm -hmm. and it works. Mm -hmm. But specifically for this client and what this client was looking for, And what the the item, or I should say, the item, the what he was promoting at the time, like you missed the mark completely, and Mm. even missed the mark when the people asked you. And I was just like, I to me, it it was so clear to me in that space. But then again, it was like again, there's there's that disconnect, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, and so I would say how I overcame it was leaving.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It, Listen, sometimes the only way to come is mm-hmm. get out the door. T- exactly.
4: Yes. T- I, I I didn't leave right away because mm-hmm. that just was not an option for me. Mm-hmm. However, it was that moment I was like, oh no. Mm. If y'all like, if y'all will do this behind the scenes of a client, you know, I wonder what y'all are saying mm-hmm. behind my back mm-hmm. or behind mm-hmm. my coworkers' back or you know yeah. the other black girl on the team. You know, right? Yeah. Um, because it is, yeah. It, that's why entertainment, it's like, it's such a finicky world. And like, it's just. <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm. It's yeah. like, you know
2: how people be like, LA is so fake. It's like, mm. oh, I'm preserving mm. things. <laughs> I know if I say something, I could really shake the table and like mess things up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm just trying to be
4: self-preservation. What I like to say, like to, say to that when people <laughs> are like, oh, LA is so fake. Or "Oh, the people in LA, LA mm. are so fake. I'm like, first of all. You don't even know anybody who was from here.
3: Thank okay. you. I'd mean, yeah,
4: like, who did you meet? Like, are they really from LA? Or are they claiming LA? Because mm-hmm, there's a mm-hmm. difference. When us, who are LA locals, like, everybody knows, like, a real LA person, like, we not about that. We real chill. Like, there are those, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. There are those who yeah. are very, like, I'm from LA and we only do this, but I'm like, yeah, I'm from LA. So what? (laughs) But it'd be the transplants who they see the love and hip hops. They see the movies, Mm -hmm. they see the television shows and they think glitz glam. And it's like, Hollywood smells like piss. (laughs) Yeah. Like I'm just, yeah. And I'm happy that you
1: were able to like give that, um, that direction and knowing that sometimes, The only option is to leave the door. People are always like, oh, I'm just going to stick it out. Got to stay. It's like, no, whenever you know your boundary, you know what you will deal with and what you won't do. But then you do put up with a lot in this industry. Mm -hmm. It's certain things that you're like, that was the mark. That was whenever I knew I should have left. And sometimes people stay like,
4: yeah, they just Mm -hmm. get stuck in it. And trust me, I trust me, I had a long conversation with myself and I was like, (laughs) do I stay? Mm-hmm. And is this really what I wanted Because I had to think about it too I was like is this really what I want to do Because mm-hmm. um, talent PR <sighs> Talent PR <laughs> Talent PR is Is a whole other beast In itself It is like I always say it is not for the weak It is not for the weak minded It is not for the weak willed um, And I'm not saying that I was weak And that, that's why I left and that's why most people leave It's just like It's just, it's really meant for a certain kind of person. Mm. Um, Like you really have to, like when I say the hustle and bustle, you have to be about the hustle, the bustle, and all that kind of stuff. And honestly, in my opinion, you also have to have a certain kind of like personality because like like I was explaining, like you -hmm. you see so much and you hear Mm -hmm. so much and you have to be, you have to really think about what you're willing to take and what you're willing and what you're not willing to take. Mm -hmm. Um, I just got fed up at a point, you know, but there are people who I know who have taken way more shit than I have. And yes, they're successful, but it's Mm -hmm. just like, was it worth it? Mm -hmm. You know, Um, I just, I just couldn't get with that. You know, I just, at that point it was like my race was coming into play. And then Mm -hmm. I kind of knew from jump, like it was a little shaky because in my interview they were like, you know, they were very open. Like, there might be times where, like, you're put in a client, you know, a new client interview or like a new client meeting just because you're a woman or mm-hmm. just because you're black, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I, that shook me the first time. I was like, yeah. wow. Oh. The <laughs> transparency. <appearance>. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't get wrong, I appreciate the transparency. Yeah. Really. Yeah. But it didn't, when it, I heard, I was like, oh, okay, wow. I didn't yeah. know it worked like that. I mean, that was because. They explained that to me because someone who they signed at the time checked them on that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, was, it was a black woman, and she was like, okay, like, you're trying to sign me, but you don't have no black people in here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? So, it and it's just funny how, like, a lot of these companies or a lot of people, like, it, they don't realize that, like, you need people of color. Mm-hmm
2: you know (laughs) yep
4: you you very much need people not not to be a number not to be a quota but you need them in the industry because it's a need yeah you know and i think a lot of black entertainers especially the younger ones they're realizing like they don't want these white Mm pebbles. right or they're they're no offense to my friends out there (laughs) you know but i'm being real like they don't they're realizing like they're not gonna have their backs mm-hmm. as much as like somebody, a person of color would. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying there, there are those that that all you know, non people of color who are publicists don't have their backs. But it's just like someone, you just feel mm-hmm. more comfortable yeah. with somebody. We look the same, so yeah. it's like right. I can,
2: I know, yeah. I know like, you gonna have me.
4: And then don't okay. get me wrong, there are those publicists that are, per- that are people of color and they do everybody wrong because mm-hmm. they just want to mm-hmm. get to the top. I've seen that too. Yeah, You know, but it's just like, I think I think now people are, are starting to realize it more, especially as more black entertainers are becoming vocal about it. Um, and especially a lot more black outlets too are being mm-hmm. vocal about it. So mm-hmm. I think now there's going to be kind of a shift and kind of a change, but it, I just feel like it took too long. And a lot of these companies lost that talent because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to be real. When I left... About five people follow me So (laughs) (laughs) Okay -hmm. Um, So yeah
2: What would you say Is like One of the biggest lessons That you've learned so far Like being in this industry
4: You have to be true to yourself You have to be Um, I know that sounds very Cliche Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Because I know everybody says You know we get into entertainment Like don't lose yourself But like that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm granted, like I'm not in front of the camera or in front of the mic or anything, but like, it's still real, like behind the scenes, like there's still those same pressures. There's still those same, like just anything about entertainment. It's just like, you feel that it's just not the spotlight pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you still have that pressure to, cause you have somebody's career in your hands or you mm-hmm. have somebody's a uh, movie in your hands or television show. You know, it's like, it, yeah, and it's in. And, and when you start to feel like I was explaining the highs, like mm-hmm. when you get on those highs and it just continues and it continues and it continues, and you don't have a balance, and then you get to that peak, and then you start, you know, you might you might mm-hmm. come down a bit, mm-hmm. or you might plateau a little bit. And there's people who can handle it, and those people who can't, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, again, I know a lot of people think that's only those in in the spotlight, but it's a lot of people behind the scenes too. You know, because mm-hmm. we're all in this. We're all doing the same things. We're all at the same events. We're all at the same stuff. So it's mm-hmm. not like it's not like there's a completely separate world between like a celebrity and like their people. It's like, no, we're all in the same. We're all doing the same things. Mm-hmm. Um, And so I think that if you stay true to who you are and your goals and what you why you came into the industry. Mm -hmm. I think that's another thing. People really need to think about why they're going into the industry, not because it's cool, not because it's going to make you look cool, or (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. you get to hang out with this person, you get to hang out with that person. It's like, really know why you want to enter into the industry because the industry, as cliche as it may sound, it can chew you up and spit you right back out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It can accept you, and it can easily just kick you out. (laughs) <laughs> you know
1: one minute you high, next minute you're like damn right mm, i right. drop real low, <laughs>
4: <laughs> you know and i it's just like you really just have to like how you know when i was explaining the story like you just have to really sit with yourself and think about what you're willing to take and what mm-hmm. you're not willing to take mm-hmm. um you know and just how vocal you're willing to be um how how much shit you willing to put up? With? <laughs> <laughs> uh, cause I've put up with a lot of shit. <laughs> um, and you know, just also what is the end goal for you? You know, if there's, I'm not saying you have to know it right off the bat, but really just know where you're going. And if you, excuse me, if you are on that path to doing that, but just stay true to yourself. That's like the biggest thing. Um, cause like I said, you could just easily like lose yourself and get caught up. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I mean, people see it. Like, look at all the loving hip-hop people. Yeah. caught right. up. Yeah. Um, Definitely. Yeah. Now, I'm not not talking, like, the Tierra Marie of the world who had a contract. But I mean, like,
3: the Hazel e. <laughs> and,
2: Like The, no <laughs> <world>. <laughs> the
4: mm-hmm. pre-Madonnas and all these people, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, started
2: smelling your style. Yeah. Real, yeah. real
4: quick. Where it's like, sure, you may have been friends with Nikki, you may have been Chris Brown's publicist at a time, mm-hmm. but, like, you lost yourself at a point, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying that's why you ended up on Love & Hip Hop, but, you know, obviously there was a point of, like, of a downfall or, like, mm-hmm. a plateau, and you didn't know how to handle it. Um And I think that's, like, how true successful publicists work, is, like, they know how to balance, and they know how to really handle themselves. Mm-hmm. They know when to be in certain situations they know when to exit out of certain situations Mm because i've seen i've seen publicists who are just a little too involved in their clients day to day Mm -hmm. and what i mean by that is like you do not need to go to every party that he goes to yeah right i understand if there's press cool but like you don't need to be partying next to your client like Mm -hmm. that is one thing about me like you will never catch me like if you see me next to a client or next to talent, like I am working.
1: (laughs) I am not there to have fun. (laughs) I am working.
4: I mean, don't get me wrong. Like you're off at a point. Like, don't get me wrong. Like after you, you've done the the interview, whatever you're there for, for work, like there is an off point. Mm -hmm. And like people know that, you know? Yeah. But it's like when you're on, you need to be on, you know? And I just, I've seen people who just get too comfortable and it's like, you are a shit show right now in front (laughs) of your clients. Mm. yeah and your clients are judging you you know and it's just like handling my business Mm -hmm. (laughs) right especially if if it's like like an industry party like it's a difference if it's Mm -hmm. like your client's party like get shit face drunk i don't give a fuck yeah but like you will never catch me at like an industry event where i'm working and i'm like shit face drunk or Mm -hmm. i'm like not professional unless i'm really there to have a good time Mm -hmm. like if i'm a guest that's different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, don't
1: talk to me. Get your bread up. Right. <laughs> if I'm a guest,
4: that's a whole other problem. But if I am there as a plus one to somebody mm-hmm. to work, or if I have a, you see my pub my publicist badge. Yeah.
1: So I'm working, baby. I'm
4: working.
0: <laughs> do you think that PR is like your final stop? You know, that's the only water you're you'll swim in in your life, or do you think you'll be jumping into other waters in your life?
4: I definitely think I'll be dabbling in other things. Dimble dabble? Oh my God. I think
1: very <laughs> dabble a dabble. Are you dabble?
4: <laughs> I mean, I think I will very much still be in the communication space mm. because what a lot of people don't realize, hate to bust your bubble, but PR and marketing are like the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Okay. Literally. Literally. It's just that one makes money and the other does not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and so eventually mm-hmm. there's cause right now there's still this very much gray area that people are trying to figure out. Mm-hmm. And what, and that's the one thing I loved about USC is like, it was so very much ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it taught us very early that y'all marketing and PR are really the same thing. Like mm-hmm. we really don't understand why they keep separating us, Um, but it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um And so I think there's going to be eventually this like, um, Merger. This merger yeah mm-hmm. that's gonna happen when I have no clue but like eventually when it happens um, and we just become this one communications kind mm-hmm. of thing I think that will like clear up a lot of things um, however I really I love creative like branding like mm-hmm. I always tell people like I can sell an experience mm-hmm. like I'm very good at that like I can sell you an experience and you will have the best time of your life or you will read the best story, but like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> and I think that's kind of where I want to go into. I don't know if that's like events. It could okay. still very much be talent PR. It could still very much be in the space that I am. Mm-hmm. Um, but I find that like, I really enjoy like taking like a brand or taking like a project and really going from like start to finish and like, execution and all that stuff. Um, So we'll see. I mean, it could be a conglomerate of all those things. Mm, (laughs) Um, but I do see like more of like a creative kind of like branding, um, kind of side of things. Um, Outside of like communications and PR, I would love to own a few businesses. You know? yes. oh, come on, business woman. Okay, yeah. You know, I got a few things up my sleeve in the works. Mm-hmm. You know, breeze businesses. Like,
3: <laughs>
1: <"Yes." What? laughs> make it happen. Just Make the money. It's like, oh yeah, I do this. Oh yeah, I have a business for that. You need, you need a connection with that. Oh, that's my business too. I didn't know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well,
4: you know, y'all seem to think I would be that person, so I don't know.
1: Oh. <laughs> Baby, we know. I'm like, hey, you about to get out? You'll have so many. Pots to just be able to right. jump into. <laughs> yeah. And you're a boss already, so I can just only imagine yes. like you're only gonna go mm-hmm. higher and deeper. Um we're so excited and happy to have had you here at the Black oh, Umbrella. You know we so love you. Yes, yes. Um before we sign off, I just wanna let you know, like the one, we appreciate you. We love appreciate you. you guys. Um, mm-hmm. and tell people where they can find you at
4: find me on the, gram. <laughs> on the gram, you can find me on twitter
2: too but i'm a little wild on twitter sometimes <laughs>
1: so <there we> <laughs> <am>. <laughs> I'm
4: like, you
2: gotta find the twitter but you can have the Insta.
4: Yeah, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well i mean once i get my instagram it's not gonna be that hard to
4: find my <laughs> <laughs> the land. um well but you gotta add me on the gram because i am still private i'm sorry y'all i have not gotten into the it's whole okay. like okay. be making private. it public
1: it's I just... okay it's okay is it really private? is okay because it's honestly the move
0: <laughs>
1: at this point. Yeah, like, people are crazy. Unless I feel, I feel like unless you honestly like have a business you're promoting, <gasps> or if you have like mm. things that you need to actually get out to the public, then that's the time to be public. But if you just are posting and living your best life, stay in private.
4: Yeah, mm. Exactly. Add my client. Don't add me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Stay in private with it.
4: Uh, but you can find me on the gram. A tasteful cook, mm-hmm. you yeah, know, a little play on words. A tasteful cook, a tasteful cook. Mm-hmm. I am not going to spell it for you, <laughs> <laughs> but they will put it in the bio on the podcast. Yes, page. we will. We
1: will. <laughs> yes, have got you.
4: Yes, add me on the gram. You know, I will probably add you Sorry. unless you know I just get a bad vibe. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> but, <laughs> we work on vibes. We work on vibes here. It's all good energy,
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. positive energy. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming. Oh,
4: my God. Oh this makes so happy. Yeah, I know. This I is, know. is so good. And I feel this like you like dropped
1: like, so many gems.
4: You really <laughs> gems. did. I'm glad because and I am felt good like I was rambling.
1: You're good on the mic. Yeah. I? Yes. Okay. yes. yes. So. I think that you like, I was like,
2: oh, she's worked in this
1: But then again, you know, a publicist in her.
4: Exactly. In her mm-hmm. element. But the thing is, I'm never in, like, in front of the mic. <laughs> I'm always like, mm-hmm. sit still. You know how to
1: navigate it very well. You do.
4: You know, I took a class where like, well granted i'm not sitting very well but like <laughs> <laughs> we're like when you're in interviews like the way you sit is like really how like you talk mm-hmm. granted i'm like really relaxed but like mm. how you sit like if you sit on the front of the chair the middle of the chair the back of the chair if you lean if you lean, like it, it's <laughs> so much, mm-hmm. That's it's so much. Sorry, now my grandmother's
0: calling me. no
2: problem <laughs> no. <laughs> hi girl and um yeah, thank you so much for coming. This was so fun. Yes. I had so much get fun. Get some more
1: applause. Come, yeah, on. You some some more. Come on, you did your damn thing. You did your damn thing. Mm. Yeah.
2: We hope y'all enjoyed this episode of The Black Umbrella. Happy TVU Thursday. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TBU Podcast. Send us an email at theblackumbrellapc at gmail.com. Do you want to talk to Brie? <laughs> okay. I don't know if she's going to talk to you. <laughs> but you better follow her on the gram and see if she'll yes. accept you. And then you can see if you can talk to her that way about some stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know it's me if you see the at
4: HBMX. Just say
2: Okay. Yeah, it's her. <laughs> Exclusive. <laughs> you going to know it's her. <laughs> okay. But thank y'all so much for listening. We love y'all. We'll talk to y'all next week.
3: Bye. Bye. Bye.